What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. I'm back as we continue our discussion, our study through Ephesians. And we're on chapter 6, verses, well, verse 4. We're going through one verse. We're going to talk about the parents and see uh, how the father has to react to his child. Uh, yeah, we've been on the household codes. If you haven't been following along, and if you have been, man, we are getting deeper and deeper, man. And so um, I'm glad we're doing this discussion. Glad you guys are with us as we continue to study. And I'm hoping that this will help you to understand and live life better, man. That's the purpose of this, is that we can know God, know ourselves, and then know how to act in this world. So uh, without further ado, if you haven't read uh, chapter 6, verses 4, uh, then go ahead and stop the tape, check it out, see what that's has to say, come back, and we'll discuss the four questions. If you have, man, let's get on into it. What's 4 say? He says, parents. Actually, he says, fathers. He says, fathers, don't wrath your children. <laughs> He's like, don't make them angry, man. Don't provoke them to wrath, man. He says, but nurture them in discipline and instruction of the Lord. So I, this is very important. Um, first off, it's because the father in this time frame, because we got to understand it in the context of what we're talking about is uh, the father has absolute control over the child. And so what he's trying to say is that in his um, rule, as the Roman status would portray it, he's like, don't don't cause your children to be angry. Don't do things that would make them be disgusted in you. So we last episode we talked about how the parent or the child should obey and honor the parent. What Paul is giving ramifications, ramifications i'm sorry he's he's telling the uh uh the uh father to not cause them to desire to disobey or to dishonor them because at this time man it, it was like absolute like this the, the the father had all rights over the child and so he starts out by saying don't cause them to be angry matter of fact he goes upon and says that they should nurture them in the way in which they nurture their uh, uh, their wife, that they should care for and nurture the wife in the same way. He uses that same word there, nurture, as a way to compare it to the way in which the husband should be to his wife, as in sacrificial love, as in sacrificial, as in the way in which Christ has loved us, is the way that we should be loving our wives, and then the father should be loving their child, teaching their child, growing their child. Uh, I do want to say a word that it does say fathers, but that is because that is the role that was given. But uh, in that time, man, mothers did a whole lot of stuff. I, I actually read a few things where it said that that women were heads of schools, which was un uncommon, but that, that women were heads of schools teaching and, and, and um, growing uh, young minds. And so this isn't just a, uh, a slight on the mother, the role of the mother. We often see in Scripture, too, where it talks about Timothy, I believe, being um, growed up in Christ through his mom and his grandma. Uh, so we know this is happening. But I think he is speaking to the fathers because of the role as head of the household, and that they should not be wrathing. <laughs> That's what I like to say, wrathing. But it shouldn't cause their kids to be mad. Matter of fact, they should nurture them as their own body. We talked about how the husband-wife relationship was love them like your own body. So you should nurture 
the child as your own body, instructing them and disciplining them in the Lord. And so uh, this this uh, we talked a little bit about in many episodes, the Greek language and, and how it works. And this one is a genitive again, which you could just translate of the Lord. And then you've got to see how that Paul is trying to apply this word. And so I think in this particular sense, he is talking about the, um, the, the way in which we should be um, training our children. It's not the object, which is to say the things we train him in, but the way in which we train him. And so when we train him of the Lord, it means like of in the Lord's power, in the Lord's strength. Now, it is the object as well, because uh, Deuteronomy just talks about everything that you do when you sit down, when you walk, when you eat, when you do all these things, you talk about the Lord. But how do you do it? It is in the power of the Lord as well. It is the, uh, the ability to do this, the, the, the way in which we do it is because we are being powered by the Holy Spirit. We talked a little bit earlier in uh, other episodes about this being the mode and means by which all things are done is by his indwelling spirit giving us power. And that uh, we would grow in the inner man because Christ dwells in our heart. And so in the same way, the Lord is the one in which we move to grow our children in the nourishment and the admonition and the instruction and in the discipline. That is how we do it. It's through his power. Now, the object also is this as well, is, is that the way we do it and the one we do it, uh, do it about is him. It is the Lord. Uh, because what's the point in all the instructions if they don't have the one who has all infinite knowledge? And so uh, what is this uh, scripture saying about God? Well, he desires the godly rearing of children. He experience, he expects parents to raise their children in who he is and by his power. Because ultimately, man, all these things can't be done save for the power and the grace of our Lord. And so God expects this and desires this and wants this. And so he's given us the ability to do it. And that's why Paul has wrote these things so that we may know. We need to lead our children in the Lord. What does it say about man? Don't make your kids mad, man. <laughs> it clearly says that. Don't make your kids mad. Um, matter of fact, man says love them, care for them, nourish them, teach them, grow them. And what does this mean in the Lord? Well, we do the things that the Lord has done. And so we, we as man, as, as men, as fathers, as mothers, we, we, we show them grace. We show them mercy. We show them sacrifice. We show them love. That's what we do when we raise our children. So how can we apply these truths to our lives? That, that God desires for us to raise uh, godly children, but that he also wants us to raise them by his power and in his name. How do, how do we apply those truths? Well, I, I think that maybe today, maybe you sit, sit down with your child and, and read some scripture with them. And if you do that already, man, then sit down and, and pray with your child. Yeah, definitely. Those things are, are I mean, they're, they're, they're some of the most important things that we can do with our family is pray with them and read scripture with them. Commune with God with them. 
bring them into church and, and sing with them, worship, praise God, lift up your hands, demonstrate these actions by the way that we live so they can see it. It's not that we would um, do the actions as in, you know, uh, tell them to read, hey, read your Bible, uh, pray, make sure you do that, go to church. It's about doing these things with them. As we live our lives and they see us being representatives of who Christ is, as he has called us to do, Paul wrote, again, live lives worthy of the gospel. And so as we begin to walk in this life, they will see us walk and they will walk the same. That's what God has called us to do. I appreciate you guys for listening and I will see you in the next episode.